this how you want to die, shit heel? I wasn't exactly looking for a knight in shining armor, but I did like being fought over. Those days, I was getting offended a lot more than I was getting defended. Welcome to the Crypt Keeper's Coffin, a Tales from the Crypt Retrospective brought to you by Bat and Spider. Episode 35, Split Second. Director gave me final cuts. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? I I was trying to track down who that guy was uh, strapped to um the log on the end of this episode that he oh, yeah. starts to saw into the crypt keeper. Was that one of the producers? Was it like? I mean, it wasn't Zemeckis, right? I feel like we would have recognized him right away. Yeah, let me check the old trivia. Check that trivia. Dale. Trivia. Shot on some of the sets used in the television series Twin Peaks. Oh, uh, yeah. I already checked that trivia because I read that. Um, looks like we'll never know. I'm guessing it's maybe like David Geiler, which I have no idea what he looks like. Yeah. He's, you know, he was more available, though, than the other guys. Oh, yeah. When when they asked, um, when they sent out the paper memo, you know, the, I don't know, the telegram in 1991. <laughs> To, to all the guys who want who wants to be chopped up by the crypt keeper is a little joke guys david geiler answered the call like this is a new one this is a new director kind of need this let's <laughs> pitch in for our guy we're all on the same team actually i don't know i'm looking at pictures of him. i don't know if it's him he died just last year oh rest in peace oh, jesus david geiler yeah, producer peace, of man. alien and the money pit i always think of uh Tom being like stuck in the rug in the middle of the floor oh, in the money God. fit. I, <laughs> oh, Tom, that's I that's a comedy. classic. That's a that's a that's a TBS Superstation classic. I mean, you can't yeah. go wrong with that movie. TBS, it's a guy thing. <laughs> Remember when they did that for a <laughs> no. while? That was their marketing pl- uh, push. TBS. Wow. What era was thing. this? What 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 was their guy thing shows? Well, one of the commercials was definitely in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon and uh, <laughs> Luke and Han are like talking about Leia. And I think Luke was, I forget what he says about Leia. Don't roast me over the coals, Star Wars fans. But and then he like puts his hands behind his head. Yeah. It's he a man like, Yeah, TBS. TBS Superstation. It's a guy thing. I want to say like 2005, 2000, early 2000. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. It was short-lived because it did get some flack. I'm sure. That sounds like something uh, the Spike Network would pull. <laughs> yeah. Right? Are they still around? Yeah. 
No. They went to the Esquire. Did they change to the Esquire network or something? I don't know if that's around. That's right. That might be the the name of a magazine that. Yeah, that's right. It's the Paramount network now. Spike TV. Spike had a most extreme elimination challenge. Remember that? (laughs) Just just marathons of that all day long on Spike TV. God. Take me there. I want to go there. Where men can be men, Spike TV. Where you can be safe to bathe in monster energy drink. Hey, this is a this is a Kenny Blankenship, and you're watching Spike TV. This hey hey guys, this is Kenny Blankenship, host of Most Extreme Elimination Challenge, and you're watching Spike TV. I can't contribute to this. I have no idea who this person is. Or yeah, I, I'm lost in the Windale. I don't think don't I had cable get in two thousand. Eliminated. <laughs> oh, uh, Dale. Let's do a, a show about Tales from the Crypt. Mm. Um, Center me. <laughs> with this, this episode called Split Second. Disc two, if you're, if you're watching along with your uh, home media. Dale, this episode is about a horny lumberjack camp that gets infected with cooties. The oh, men yeah. all, also, <laughs> all subsequently lose their minds and destroy one of their own. And that's it. That's, uh, yeah, that's all you need to know. This is Split Second, a Tales from the Crypt classic. The one that sticks in my head, uh, as I remember watching it like in syndication. How, how'd this one hit you, Dale? Man, another, we're on a hot streak here, Chuck. You know, say what you will. Uh, this, this episode was about friendship in the end, and I <laughs> loved it. And I sell by your face, you knew that's what I was going to say. No. No matter what it was really about. Uh, this, yeah, I was, I love this episode, man, because the whole time this girl was just looking to get in between everybody and, and cause some fights in the North woods. God, the most, probably the most realistic woman, a character ever created. All she wants is to, to have men fight over her. Um, she's sick of being bored. You know, she just, she, she wants to marry a, a, the ugliest lumberjack you could find who has money. (laughs) Yeah, and she just wants to sleep with every man that, that mm-hmm. she yeah. that comes in her sphere. Yeah, uh, man, she was <laughs> she was uh, lust lusting after yeah. the men, the men folk, <laughs> and the um, what's his name, Brian, Brian James. James. Brian James shows up with con air hair, oh. and he is just ready to woo. This waitress. And what I loved about the waitress is she she is no more she told you from the start that she was bad news and she just <laughs> loved getting into trouble yeah. and having men fight over her and she was looking to cheat on this guy. And this guy, you know, he is working at a lumberjack camp. He's probably gonna collect a nice pension when he retired. Yeah. Probably had a little nest egg mm-hmm. at the uh lumberjack credit union. Just something where he could, you know, live off the land, live live in a nice cabin somewhere. Yeah, I mean, well, he was the boss too, so he was, you know, he was at the top of the pile. He was getting all the money yeah. out of that operation. Yeah. That's true. That is um, true. And um, yeah, so it, Brian James saves the waitress from being attacked by another lumberjack in the bar. Yeah, and uh, they get married because of it. He and you know, he just puts it out there. I have money. There was no mention of the word love. It's just like, let's get married. And she does it because then she gets to go sniff around all the pole <laughs> at the lumberjack camp. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to, she's, 
She's, uh, yeah. She's got needs, Dale. We'll just <laughs> yeah, say she, that. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, his underlings, Brian James is under, you know, he's got all these other lumberjacks that work for him at the, this camp. And they, once they get word of this, they just start slut-shaming. They go in and they're like, oh my God, the boss married a, a loose woman, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And they're just, they just can't let it go. But, and Brian, you know, he, he keeps hearing them snickering behind his back and he's getting angry. Yeah. They're snickering two and a half feet behind his back. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, clearly. So he overhears them. Yeah. And, you know, normally this dude is like a, the best boss in the world up until he tells everybody he gets married to Lucy Dale. Goosey. I don't want you shithead staring at her. You understand me? And you better act like fucking gentlemen when the lady's around. I don't look. This is what happens when women get involved, Dale. This is what, yeah. this is what happens to men. It's not. It's not men's fault. You know. It's not their fault, Dale. Exactly. They come in. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get taken off the air for this episode. I hope everyone oh, yeah. knows we're kidding, but but yeah. I mean, this is like this is the spirit of what this episode was. Re- I'm in the mistake of of watching this with Melissa, and she <laughs> she was oh like, my god, she was like. Oh, I think I, she she sarcastically said something like, "I I think I was just cured of my feminism." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll do it, Brian yeah. James. Brian and James, friends. God, just the ha- the ugliest, richest lumberjack with the greasiest yeah. hair. I mean, he looked amazing. I mean, you couldn't pick no anyone he else was, more perfect for this role. He probably looked the best. He's. I mean, he's. I only have I can only compare him to Brian James in from Blade Runner, but he looks a thousand times better in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his chin wasn't so uh, unpronounced in this. Like he didn't. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was the the ape drape um, that sort of <laughs> took away from the uh, looking at his chin. Yeah, maybe he's, he had some work done in the in the mid eighties. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Um. um but Michelle Johnson is in it. She's the wife. She was in the movie Waxwork for any of you Waxwork fans like me out there. And Dale, she's boy, a, she is a beautiful woman. I can't let it go without saying that. You know, gorgeous. There's a lot of gorgeous beautiful woman. men in this episode. This is this is might be the most like homoerotic episode too. Like all the lumberjacks and like like when the uh, the new kid comes to town to the camp and he. He chops that wood uh, with an axe. Like he's like, I don't use chainsaws, but he he takes his shirt off and cuts this giant log in half with a with an axe, and all the men yeah. just like gather around and they're just like enthralled by this specimen. In his yeah, it was like muscles. a Haitian. It was like a Haitian zombie raising. They're all just like <laughs> quivering in place. It was the it was the most erotic thing I've ever seen on yeah, screen. They it were was going great. nuts. Even Brian James was melted. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to have trouble with this one and my wife who's trying to sleep with everybody. <laughs> my wife who's standing 10 feet away behind a tree licking her lips. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> she's like gyrating against the yeah. the, uh, the tree trunk. Pawing and, uh, at, he just knows. <laughs> she's pawing at her robe. He's, I mean, in terms of just management style, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I couldn't have been able to hire this guy because this guy insists that he can't use chainsaws, but I mean, they're a high volume operation. Okay. Just because this guy can only use axes. I'm sorry, dude, but like, go start your, your artisanal lumberjacking place. This is a high volume. You need to use a chainsaw. 
I'm glad keep up you with said the numbers. I'm glad you said it. This is like this is not yeah, this is not real life what's happening here. They would not hire this guy. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. No. He's not But maybe we're wrong. He's not he, uh James Patch the, Howlett Logan. Yeah. He he doesn't have superhuman <laughs> abilities. But he is handsome though. We gotta take that into account. He's he's within the handsome bubble, so he doesn't, you know, this kid, yeah. he's not been told no a lot. I, I can tell you that. Um <laughs> That's so, true. so uh, yeah, uh, so she starts, I mean, she starts trying to trap him into precarious situations because she's bored living on a lumberjack camp. He was so easy. Men always are. Even the ones who always want to be on top just love being seduced. Yeah. And he denies her lustful f- uh, entanglements. Yeah, he he's torn up about it, you know. he He wants it, but he... He's 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 a good boy. That's that's the he's best good. way I can put. It. He wants to please the boss. Doesn't want to f his boss's wife. Uh, <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, but you know, but part of him does. Uh, his buddies are egging him on, uh, and you know, he he even considers leaving. He's like, he's like, maybe I'll just take my uh, my pay and get out of here. I can't handle this. This is too much. Yeah, can't take the heat. But his buddies, they, they there's this whole subplot about how. There's the lump, a lumberjack competition coming up, and they they know this kid is going to be their ringer because they they saw him chopping wood with his shirt off. So, yeah, you know they're like, no man, you got don't you got you got to stay, man. It's this is important to us. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was a big part of this. Yeah. Hey, this is a uh, Kenny Blankenship, a TV personality <laughs> of Spike TV. Check out our uh, lumberjack ch- uh, lumberjack wood competition sponsored by Steel Chainsaws. <laughs> Take it easy. I'm embarrassed, but I, I have a uh, battery-powered chainsaw deal. That's all you need for your yard, though, Chuck. Don't be yeah. embarrassed. I'd know. be afraid of a of gas. Here's here's my... Chuck, forget this episode, all right? You don't think okay, Kenny would the, kick me out of the club if he knew I had a battery-powered chainsaw? Maybe Kenny would, but then he would kick me out, too, because any two-stroke, two-cylinder <laughs> engine yeah. thing that I've ever owned uh-huh. has... You're expected to to mix gas and oil in the same thing. It no. it never works well. No, I never go anywhere near it. I remember we had, I think it was a hedge trimmer that required that, or a, mm. uh, or maybe it was a snowblower or something. And it was just the bane of our family's existence. It's just like no. Yeah. It's like oh, does anyone know the ratio? No. Did anyone write it right. down? No. Do we have the paperwork? No. You have to have a special container because it can only oh, contain yeah. the, the liquid. Otherwise, yep. you can't just, you know, you'd start using it as a regular container after mm-hmm. that. Stupid thing. Yeah, I think we hit upon something here that... Not a lot of people, are, a lot of people are probably afraid to speak up about it. Exactly. The, and this is, uh, this is why we're here. These yeah. unsaid things get, get said on this show. <laughs> I know. Otherwise, they wouldn't, we would just be able to watch these lumberjacks do their thing and not worry about... You know, uh, they're probably just, they, they know without looking how to f- refill yeah. the fuel ratio. Do you see that? I don't know what they're called, but like the actual arm of the chainsaw, like, do you just call that the blade, Dale? Like the, I don't know. Those things were long. How about when the one guy was like they're holding really it over his shoulder? Like, wow. Yeah. His boss was being a dick to him and he's just like in disbelief, but he was just like holding it there by the blade. And yeah, I, I that thought was that at, was the, man. That was awesome. Yeah. 
I tr- I try like, to imagine doing it with my little like ten inch uh, electric yeah, battery like, powered uh, chainsaw on it. It just wouldn't look good. It's cute. Maybe if I got like a holster, you know, like held it like along the side of my thigh. Man, I owned cool. some like some of that those thick Carhartt pants. Mm, some chaps, like those, some chainsaw chaps. Yeah, like leather ones or oh yeah, some fire hose material ones God. from Duluth Trading Company. Mm. God like loops to hang stuff off. God, I'm getting H-ney right now. Just God. thinking about have to stick a mop in my bucket. Like <laughs> Ms. Dixon trying God, to pork Dixon. every one of these lumberjacks. Man. God, let's, let's get back it to this episode. So the, yeah. So the heat, the heat is just building and building, you know, Mi- Mr. Dixon is just pissed off. He wants to kill everyone. And he almost does kill the hot, young, handsome kid. Like, I know. He walks in and sees him and his missus going at it. Or, no, it was post-coital, right? Is that when he walked in? Yeah. Yeah, it was post-coital. It already was a job done. Yes. And he just kicks the living crap out of this kid. It was pretty horrifying. And he, oh no, that was the other scene. When he beat up the other guy and he shoved that, that like rod or something in that dude's mouth. Do you remember that scene? What was that? Was that a shoehorn? A boot (laughs) horn? Oh my God, Chuck. Maybe a boot horn. But or some sort of like kindling making splitting. Yeah. This is definitely like a man tool, Chuck. Oh yeah, yeah. And it and it, the blood was just gushing out around this thing that was stuffed it, in his mouth. If it was a boot horn, it would have been made of like whalebone or deer antler. Oh yeah, it was. It like was this. white. It was ivory colored. Like it could have been whalebone. Yeah, scrimshawed with the Whales Great <laughs> North Woods on the on the one side. Yeah, so he's insanely jealous, this husband, and he beats this guy to a pulp because this guy, you know, he, you can only take so much getting grabbed in the crotch before you either run out of the cabin and leave your job or you pork the boss's wife. Yeah. And I'm, she was like practically like handing him over the jeans. She yeah, was oh, yeah. giving him brush burn. Yeah. Like, it was please, bad. can you dry my back off or my front or my back or my front mm-hmm. or my back? But yeah, the boss just... He beats him with uh, the the blunt end of an axe. Like he hits him in the head a good four mm. times, I think. Uh, mm. And surprisingly, he survives, but he's blind. Uh, but his buddies, you know, they're they're not going to let this get get this kid down. You know, even though he's blind, they're like, you know what? You're still going to win this lumberjack competition. We just got to teach you how to use a chainsaw. Right. Uh, so they start. You know, it's like uh, Obi wanting him. Uh, <laughs> Sticking a chainsaw in his hand and making him uh, cut some logs, and he's getting pretty good at it. He's li- he's liking it. He's 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 taking to it. But what he doesn't know, the next time they uh, take him out to practice on a log, is that they stuffed Mister Dixon into a hollowed out uh, tree trunk, and had <laughs> this kid unknowingly saw in uh, Mister Dixon in half like four times. Friendship. Um, friendship. Yeah, when do they tell him, Dale? Like, that's what I want to know. Oh, man. Yeah. When does he find out? When he's out? being accused of murder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that when they tell him? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> God. Do they tell him after the, uh, you know, is the, like, the, did the lumberjack camp doctor diagnose his blindness and let him stay on the job around chainsaws and, and huge falling trees being blind? Did he oh just like, God. you just stay in bed here for the rest of the... Like, I'll tell you who else is going to jail. That doc, that, that camp doctor, 
that kid, <laughs> yeah, after the... getting hit four times uh, with an axe in the head, he was just resting in the uh, the the camp on uh, one of those beds. He, he should have been down in the city at a hospital, like as mm-hmm. fast as possible. Yeah. In Saskatchewan. In Saskatchewan. Cl- whatever, whatever the closest- Manitoba. Uh, somewhere where they can get a chopper out to a landing. Oh, yeah. Definitely chopper. Like, they, there's no time to drive him. They needed to get like a yeah. rescue chopper in there. Yeah. Too sweet. Or like one of those Canadian seaplanes where they land on the big lakes Ooh, of yeah. the great North Woods. God damn. But they didn't do that. They just somehow mended them. Hey, this is uh, Kenny Just Blankenship one. of uh, Spike TV. <laughs> Check out another episode of Ice Road Truckers coming up. Spike TV. It's a guy thing. Um, thanks, Kenny. Yeah, so this was, and, the, and you know, the episode ends with, they pull back and we see poor Mrs. Dixon also in a log. Um, and they don't, yeah. they don't show what happened, but we presume that he, she's next, um, unfortunately, <laughs> which was the biggest disappointment. I didn't like that part. At all. That they didn't show it. No, that she was in there. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. This is, these are friends, Chuck. Friends looking out for each other. But is this like the, like, if this happened in real life, would you get away with this? Like, if you were the blind guy who didn't know what you were doing? Oh, um, yeah. Good question. I, do you think you'd just be proven innocent? Yeah, I think so. I think it's wow. some... You w- you honestly wouldn't know if you didn't know. Maybe you suspect something once the the blood started spraying in your mouth as you're <laughs> sawing, but before, but even then, maybe it's sap. Yeah. Maybe it's a, a, a spider <laughs> nest. Who knows? That is some uh, salty tasting sap. Wait, what does blood taste like? Is it salty? It's like metallic. That metallic. It's metallic. Right? Mouth. As it's like of, irony, kind of. As, um, who says but, that? The metallic taste in your mouth. I don't know. That's the guy with the, uh, pitch black guy. Uh, I've never What's seen that. Vin Diesel? Yeah. Well, I've never seen any of those movies. Pitch black is very good. Yeah. I, I, I hear that. I want to see it. But maybe you're right, Dale. You're kind of convincing me on this friendship thing. This is all about friendship. Yeah. I mean, it's totally, they were looking out for each other. It's like, yes, yeah, the only way. Um, they're yeah. getting revenge for their friend who was now blind. Yeah. And they put up with enough crap. There was definitely some editing room uh, producing going on here because the the great shot of the blood splattering on his face and all his friends' faces. You see the actor, he, the, he is realizing that he's being sprayed with blood as he cuts into this wood. But they kind oh. of like, they don't, like they change all the, everything that's said and what happens. Like... Like he did, they, they, they cut again to him and he's, he's smiling again. Like, you know, oh. <laughs> like he didn't realize it. And I was like, Oh my wait, God. they were going to oh have him God. realize it. Ha- like what he was killing his boss, but they took, kind of took it out. Oh. And also at the end, they're like pulling back and you hear like the chainsaw go on. Like he's going to, um, kill the girl, but, but, uh, it's not, ha- it's not actually happening. <laughs> you can clearly see that they just added the sound without. Actually oh. <laughs> shooting that is weird. Another one of the uh, f- my favorite sh- shots, and it's an observation of mine, is um, he was the only one in that sequence not wearing safety goggles because he doesn't need them. <laughs> Everybody else is wearing safety goggles, but I guess since he's blind, he doesn't need them. They're just letting him. Again, this is about friendship. They, 
they're not going to waste a perfectly good pair of safety goggles for someone who's blind. They know better than that. I mean, they've been on the, they've been, they're seasoned woodsmen. (laughs) They're well seasoned. It's probably like, you know, when you're a welder or when you're like a mechanic, you have your own tools. Oh yeah. If you're a lumberjack, you have your own saw, they call it. They don't call it chainsaw. And yep. then they have got, like, you have your goggles. You bring your goggles everywhere. So, yeah. you know, nobody was going to give their goggles up. Yeah. For, and like the. He didn't the, show up with goggles. The steel, like, chainsaw representative comes to the camp, like, every month. Tries <laughs> to sell everyone on the newest chains and stuff, you know. Newest yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, they can take it right out of your paycheck every week. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. It's big. You don't even have to think about it. I was always like the, uh, what is it? Like the snap on man? Is that the big one? Yeah. Snap on. Yeah. The snap on man shows up at the, at your mechanic job site. If I have, I have mechanic friends and it's just like, man, these are like the people's jobs. They show up with tools in a huge it. truck. I don't like it. No, neither do I. Vultures is what they are. Y- yeah. And that's, they make a living. They need those tools. And they right. There's this slick talking, uh, snake oil salesman. Rolling up with his truck full of tools. Um, right. Just putting Which these guys be, in debt. <laughs> yeah, putting them in debt. Exactly. Putting them yeah. in debt for a very low percentage rate. Mm-hmm. Sell you like a, a, a pair of Wolverine boots at the same time. Yeah. I want to watch Fire in the Sky. I want to watch more uh, Lumberjack stuff. Isn't Fire in the Sky Lumberjacks? And they get, Is it? It's like based on that real, well, real life UFO abduction. Sorry. I said it. I said it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think there are Lumberjacks. I would love to watch, you know, what's the other one? Oh, Wolverine Origins? Is that the, I don't know many lumberjack, uh, lumberjack based. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Is he a lumberjack in that? He was for a while because, um, what's her name is in it? Silver Sable, I think, isn't it? Is that her? Mm. Well, we did it. Another episode in the can, Dale. Yep. Just like that. Next up. Deadline. Next up. An alcoholic reporter is inspired by a beautiful woman. To find a good murder case no matter what. Sorry. Directed by the Walter Hill. <sighs> Walter Hill has entered the arena. <laughs> Director of the Warriors. Uh, what else? Who else? Um. Uh, Richard Jordan. We just watched something with Richard Jordan in it. Oh, I just did. He was in, in Logan's Run. That's how I know him. But he was in The Secret of My Success. He was Howard Prescott, the CEO, <laughs> and uh, Michael J. Fox's uncle. Amazing. I see he was in that Gettysburg movie. Yes. General Louis A. Armistead. Marg Helgenberger of uh, CSI and a lot of other things. Richard Hurd. Oh, Richard Hurd. He's good. Oh, and John Polito. Wow. Now there, there's a star. There's a Hollywood star. Uh, God rest his soul. John Polito. He, 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 he might know him from many Coen Brothers movies. He's a large man with a mustache and a bald head. Um, yes. He's fantastic. I'm looking at him now. Oh my gosh. He's in a ton of stuff. Miller's Crossing. That's probably his most. That's the one I always think of when I think of him. You're giving me the hi-hat. He has a lot of great like made-up slang words in that. <laughs> He also starred as Gino in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, he's perfect for that show. Yeah. 
Oh boy, this is exciting. Oh, and Wal- this is uh, co-written by Walter Hill as well with uh, May oh. Woods. Oh boy, oh boy. I oh, I'm, boy. Walter Hill directed my favorite Tales episode. Right? He d- he directed the oh yeah the two gamblers episode, which is mm-hmm. I think still I still look upon that as my very favorite one. Um, with good reason. Wow. So yeah, guys, hold on to your butts. We're doing this. Uh, we'll see you next week for Deadline. Love you. I love you. Tales. Ooh, nice roll. truck. I got sheepskins.